0: Everybody, it's Kyle from Stall Agronomy, and back for another episode of the Rogue Agronomist Podcast. And new topic today is talking about time. Um, it's something that kind of came to me when um, when we had the uh, the opportunity to mow the yard the other day uh, in between rainfalls. Um, it's been kind of a thing this spring. You know, it's kind of about the only thing it seems like we get to do is mow the yard. Um, there's not a lot of stuff going on in the fields. There's a few guys got some stuff planned, but um, we haven't done much yet. So anyway, um, so to the topic is um, something I was thinking about, and we've talked about this, I've talked about this before um, in numerous newsletters, I wouldn't say numerous, some of my newsletters, um, we we talk about the value of time and and, uh, how we perceive our value of time. And for me, I was mowing the yard the other day and Um, it had stopped raining for a few hours and I was mowing and it looked like it was going to rain. And I'm like, you know, I very easily could look at my phone, um, just to see if it's going to rain or not. Uh, I mean, I use the radar scope app, so I have live updated radar, but I was just to the point where I was like, well, I'm not even going to bother looking. I just, you know, I can't take the time to look because I just need to mow and, and get done. Um, if I, if I take 10 seconds to, and I didn't even think about how long it would take me, but if I would have taken that time, it's a little less stuff I'd have, um, have done before I got to the end of the yard and then it could rain all at once. But that happens more often than, uh, we'd like to admit in, in agriculture. Um, you know, I've, I've been around quite a bit and I've been through those. Um, we had, I think it was two years ago. Um, maybe it was last year, two years ago, one or the other, um, we had a particular farm that, uh, I remember we had something showing up on our planner monitor that, um, uh, we should have addressed like right away. Um, but we were in a hurry and we want to get this 20 acres in and then we'd worry about it in the morning when we had quote unquote more time. Um, what ended up being, if I remember right, was, um, what was a gauge wheel or something was wrong? Um, anyway, when we got down to the end and actually figured out what it was, uh, we fixed it and then the next day we started planning again. Um, where we stopped and when we started back, I think it was like a 20 bushel difference based on the issue we were having. I think it was down pressure, I can't remember exactly what it was, but you know, it was something that was worth 20 bushels on these 20 acres. So if we lost 20 bushels. Um, even at 350 corn, figure about 70 bucks on uh, 20 acres. So, I mean, it's $1,400. We will never get back because we wouldn't take, I think it took us half an hour, or an hour to stop and actually figure out what was going on instead of getting in the urgency to plants and try to get done as fast as possible. Um, these are the kind of things that I'm talking about. You know, there's, there's a lot of times that we, um, we get tied up in what we're doing and we don't want to stop. Um, you know, it's, it's, it happens to everybody. Um, it happens to me. Um, I have to, I've made a conscious effort not to do that. Um, but I think it still happens quite a bit more than uh, a lot of us will care to admit. Um, and it happens in all aspects of our businesses. You know, it's not just at planting time. It's not, um, not just at harvest. It's, it's, it's pretty much all around us. It's, um, it's something that happens quite often. Um, we, we always seem to, you know, I, I've been at numerous sales trainings. Um, and they'll, they'll put up a, a graph and there'll be four quadrants in it. Um, the top left is always like urgent matters, uh, 911s. Um, and the bottom right will be like things that can wait. Um, the other one will be urgent, but, you know, can wait. Uh, and then the one in the bottom left would be, uh, not urgent, but can't wait. So, you know, they always talk about trying to, to, uh, put your time, um, spend a lot of your time in the urgent, can't wait and the can't wait, but not urgent, you know, like, um, well, it, you try to spend as much of your time working on those tasks, but not as much in the urgent, uh, the urgent part, um. There's there's a lot of us that, you know, if there's a problem in front of us or there's something going on, we really, really want to like go head on into that and take care of it right away. But sometimes they're urgent but not very important. Um, and that's where we spend a lot of our time. Um, I would talk about like sales. Um, a lot of it is urgent but not important, would be like, um, you know, um, I don't know. <laughs> there's there's a lot of tasks you can put it in there but um it's, it's we spend a lot of time trying to put out little fires um and and you know not spending enough time working on the future or our business we want to just go 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 and our brain is happy when we're doing something you know something productive we feel like we're getting something done but not all the time is it important things um now when we're talking about planting Obviously, it's important to get planting done, but at the same time, you know, as as much as our urgency is there, it also, you know, driving the tractor and planting, yes, it's urgent and important, but at the same time, there's some important things that we should not, that are urgent and more important, um, like stopping the check and make sure there's not something wrong. Those things we need to prioritize, and it's, it's a lot of it. Um, I spent a lot of time in these, these time management seminars and it's, it's a lot of that, um, trying to spend our time where it, it's valuable to us. Uh, you know, I mean, I can guarantee you on that 20 acres, if 1400 bucks, I waved $1,400 in front of his face to make him stop. Uh, he would have stopped, you know, it's the same thing. People get paid to plant plots sometimes <clears throat> and guys will stop to, plant these plots if they get paid to do it. So it's it's all about um, not necessarily seeing that money in front of your face, but knowing uh, what your time is worth. But at the same time, knowing that pay potentially, uh, I need to sacrifice <clears throat> an hour of my time where I'm making, you know, quote unquote, $200 an hour to go spend an hour on something I could make $1,400 an hour on. And it's really difficult to do that um, and, and recognize when those opportunities exist. But you know, <clears throat> we we like I said before, we we spend a lot of our time um, where our brain is happy, and our brain is happy when we're doing something, um, regardless of how important it is um, or not necessarily how urgent it is. Our brain is happy when we're doing something. So when we're thinking about the future and we we don't really like to do that, and most people don't. Um, you might say, "Well, Kyle, I really like talking about the future, and I really spend time thinking about what's going on." You do, um, but is your brain happy when you do that? Do you do you just sit and just like get really excited about it? Um, not most people do. So some people have weird brains. My brain is not wired that way either. So um, we. Um, oof. So the other thing is, too, um, there's a lot of times where you are presented with two options. Um, one option is easy uh, and productive, and another option is not easy, but still productive, but it's not easy. And our brain always tends to gravitate towards the easy one, right? I mean, if, if I had to pick two tasks uh, today to do uh, and one of them was mowing the yard, you know, I know I can do it, it's really easy, um, the other one is aerating my lawn, and, and dethatching, pain in the butt, and, and time consuming, um, I may get more of a benefit from it, uh, but which one am I going to go do? Uh, it's the same thing with, like, um, oh, with with working in the field, so in, in fall, um, I have a lot of guys that'll want the easiest tillage, you know, maybe we have tons of compaction layers and it's going to take a lot of fuel. It's going to take a lot of time to set our tillage at the right depth, but we can shallow it up and we'll get more acres done today. Um, and we'll get done faster and we won't use as much fuel and uh, the dirt's going to get moved anyway. So who cares? you know, which, which one are you going to choose? And and most guys, um, honestly, in my experience have gone with, let's go shallow where we're just going to work it. You know, we're doing recreational tillage is what they're basically saying uh, without saying it, or we can set our ripper or whatever at the proper depth and we're going to get more of a benefit from it. But it, you know, it's again, it's more time consuming. It's not easy. Um, It's not as fun because you don't get as much done. Um, You have to pay maybe a little bit more attention to how the tool's running. So it's a lot of that. It's a lot of how, uh, how you value your time. Um, you know, for me, I do this daily and it's been so ingrained in my head. That's why I do it. Um, but I look at, um, you know, I look at everything we do and, you know, if it's something that needs to get done, um, and it's time consuming and the the return for me is not much, um, yeah, I'll still do it, um, but at the same time, I'm wondering, well, if I hire somebody to do this task, and, you know, if there's something else so that I could be doing that I know I'm going to make more money on, um, maybe I could hire somebody for 20 bucks an hour to do this, and I'm going to go make 100 bucks an hour going doing something else, which is basically the premise of um, the Hefty Brothers book. Uh, I think that was Darren. Darren or Brian? I can't remember which one. Um, the, one of them wrote a book and it was, um, $100 an hour jobs and other lessons learned from dad. And a lot of the stuff in there, it makes a lot of sense. You know, if you have a task and you know, you can make hundred dollars an hour doing something else, hire that task out. And it's really hard. You know, it honestly, if you have nothing else you can do, um, you know, and basically your entire job is, you know, if, let's say you're a farmer and you've got maintenance and stuff doing equipment, you can make more money planting, but uh, there's no planting to be done. So I might as well work on equipment. Um, in that context, yeah, maybe you should be working on equipment. Um, but also at the same time, you know, if, if you got a couple guys helping you, maybe you could spend some time, um, getting better at marketing, uh, getting better at, um, Taking your own soil samples, um, you know, all these things you can learn and, and do yourself. And, and instead of paying somebody uh, a lot of money, you know, I mean, like soil sampling, um, say you pay somebody 750 an acre for the sampling and the results and, um, and being able to do variable rate recs. So 750 an acre, you can cover a couple hundred acres a day really easily, maybe more. Um, you know, you're, you're making 1500 bucks. What else can you do that you're going to make $1,500 a day, uh, in 10 hours? You know, it's, those are a lot of things that you can do to save yourself some money. Um, you know, running your own sprayer, you can make a lot of money on, um, you know, understanding chemicals and, and what generics you can use and what, what other chemicals you should be using. I mean, there, there's so many things you can learn uh, or spend time or, or money on those and, and hire somebody else to do. This is like our disconnect um, in my real life um, where, uh, you know, we, we he's always done stuff the same. Um, he's always had guys that, you know, he would do all this stuff. And, you know, the marketing and stuff maybe took a little bit of a backseat to put in a new exhaust on the truck. Um. <sighs> Now we're starting to get to the point where I'm like, you know, hey, we need to be doing X instead of doing Y because we can make more money doing X and we can hire somebody else to do Y. It's weird. Um, you know, not, that's not the traditional way of thinking of things. And, you know, it's, um, it's it's a farmer mindset. It's hard to get it out. Now, if you do that, I'm not going to tell you you're doing it wrong. Um, but at the same time, Uh, you know, you need to place a value to your time every day. Um, you know, the, one of the hardest things for me when I'm done, um, when I've done trying to do budgets and and break evens for farmers is, um, sitting down and talking about, uh, what they pay themselves. And we, we always talk about this, um, in, in different terms. So, Um, when we talk about tillage, we would say, you know, I'll say disc ripping costs you $15 an hour or $15 an acre. Um, and we, we talk about, you know, what it costs to hire somebody to do it and versus doing it yourself and say it's 15 bucks an acre to hire somebody to do it. Or, you know, we put in there, it's $15 an acre for you to do it. And they're like, well, that's not right. Like, okay, well, basically you're paying yourself to do that tillage and, you know, your time is worth money. It's the same thing with, uh, grain bins. Our, our biggest struggle, um, and I, I, put this on a few years ago. We started talking about the, the cost of storing grain and guys are like, well, it doesn't cost me money. That makes me money. Okay. You, you know, you might make more money on, on what you do sell. I will give you that. Um, you will make potentially five to 20 cents more per bushel, uh, storing it and hauling it at specific times. But at the same time, you should really be costing or taking into account uh, the amount of time you're going to spend on it. You know, we, we had um, I had one guy, he, was, he brought a load in and he figured doing it himself, he made about $200 uh, more on that load. I'm like, all right, well, $200 versus what we made, right? So how long did it take you to put that in the bin uh, to dry it, um, take it out of the bin, put it in the truck? Uh, how much time did you spend checking on it, making sure everything was right? Um, you know, how much time did you take to haul it in and then bring it back? Um, you know, all these things. And he's like, Wow, well, Huh. You know, that kind of was like an eye-opening moment. I'm like, that is your cost of storing grain. You know, you, you spend time, you spend all this money, you spend electricity on it, you you spend diesel fuel uh running a tractor way really longer, or you spend electricity on the fans and the augers. You know, th- there's a time and a money investment in that grain. You know, if, if you make 20 cents a bushel, you might be breaking even. Um, you know, it's a very real possibility. Um, there's a calculator from Iowa state, uh, where you can actually put these numbers in, you know, your, your cost of electricity, uh, your cost of drying. Um, you can put your distance of what you're hauling. Um, there's all these things you can put into this and it actually will give you a cost per bushel of stored grain. Um, on average, I will be very honest. Um, just playing around with their calculator. Uh, it's about 25 cents. Um, and and sometimes it's as much as 40. Um, sometimes it's 15 or 20, depending on, you know, what your hauling is. So you need to be making at least another 20 cents a bushel on corn. And it's a real hard concept for guys to understand. Um, you know, but then, you know, there are things you do need to factor into that, right? So if the mill shuts down or your grain location shuts down at, at 6 o'clock at night and you had your own grain bin set up, you could maybe run all night if you wanted to. So that, that's that's a an added benefit of having it. Um, at the same time, though, you know, I've got guys with, um, you know, their, their leg only does, you know, dryer and leg only do 1,500 bushels an hour you got a combine that's capable of doing maybe double that you know you can do <clears throat> you know you can do 100 or 15 acres of 200 bushel corn so you got 3,000 000 bushels um, in an hour and you can't dry it physically um, so yeah you have wet storage that you can put it into but technically you're still going to dry it all night so, yeah, I've had guys that combine corn all day, and then by 3 o'clock in the afternoon they have to stop because they can't keep up with it. You know, and Maybe they'll go out again at 5 or 6 o'clock and, and do a couple more loads. But those are things you all have to weigh. And, you know, it's, like I said, it's not the easy thing to sit and actually think about what your time is worth and, and, and all this stuff. But, you know, if you're taking a load of green in and you're taking four or five hours and you're making 100 bucks, is it really worth your time? Can you just hire somebody to haul it for you? You know, maybe that's worth, you know, if they're only going to charge a hundred bucks for four hours of work, maybe you just hire them to do it. You know, and most people charge by the mile. And I mean, there's just different things you can take and different aspects of this you can look at. Um, you know, so we've talked about valuing our time and then understanding the, the value of um, where we spend our time. You know, it, it's, it's a lot about um, spending, not trying to spend as much time on urgent and not important matters. You know, like um, I mean, there's there's numerous things you can put in here. My mind is totally blank, but there's there's a lot of stuff you can think about. Um, and I think you know, we we always talk about farming as a business. Um, you know, your your farm is very emotionally attached to you. You, you, know, you were handed it more than likely. You know, you took it over from a family member. Um, not everybody has, you know, and I'm in the opposite of that. I'm trying to take over a farm and not be a family member, but uh, a vast majority of farms are not necessarily handed down, but taken over, uh, by, by the next generation. And it's not easy to get a business sense. You know, it, there's some people that run this like a business, but a lot of people, it's, it's a family thing, you know, and I completely understand that. Um, if I was running my family farm, um, I would feel as if it was my duty and, um, you know, I would want to run it the same way that my grandpa did. And, but at the same time, um, farming is a business, you know, it's still technically what you do, uh, what pays the bills. Um, you know, it's a business and it's really hard to get away from that emotional side and start looking at it as, you know, a business thing. Um, you know, we, we spend a lot of our time you know, just trying to get stuff done. We want to get urgent stuff done. Um, we just want to get things done off the list, right? You know, it, it's, it's comforting to make a list. Uh, I'll be guilty of this. And sometimes I'll just make a list and then like, I know I can get this stuff done today and I feel good at the end of the day. I've accomplished something. Yep. It feels really good, but you know, is it worth my time? You know, are there things that, you know, I could pay somebody else to do, um, that, you know, I know I could do it. Um, but is my time better spent somewhere else? Should I be out selling seed instead of trying to put new drywall in uh, in my bathroom in my house? Could I hire somebody to do that for a few hundred dollars and I can go make money doing my other stuff? These are things I think about literally on a daily basis. Um, you know, for me, um, even on our farm, it's, it's thinking about the farm as a business. It's... Um, Sometimes it's not about others' feelings. Um, I will say it's hard to, um, to take that into account. Um, you know, there's, there's always somebody that's going to be hurt. Um, I've been doing sales for long enough that I'm sometimes on that other end where I, my feelings get hurt. But, um, you know, we all move on. And, and honestly, um, I've had quite a few guys, you know, everybody loses business over the years. But hopefully you gain more than what you lose, which always seems to happen. But um, I've lost guys over the years, and um, I've had guys get upset that I wasn't more upset about it. And I'm like, you know, I get it. You guys made a decision. Um, maybe I didn't do my job. You know, I wasn't doing something that you think I should have been doing. Um, you know, it's a business decision. It's fine. We move on. I'll keep talking to you, and in a few years, we'll, we'll, maybe we'll get back together. You know, it's, it's those things that are really hard to get to. Um, You know, you're always going to hurt somebody's feelings And you're always going to make somebody feel really good Um, You know, it's just We're going to get off this feelings train Because feelings Um, But um, yeah Let's just talk about um, Just kind of summarize here a little bit We need to look at how we're spending our time Uh, We need to make sure we're trying to spend our time on urgent And important things Um, Not necessarily on Things we can't or we could do, but aren't necessarily something that we should be doing. Um, value our time. Potentially hire stuff out if we can. Uh, we can actually make the the inclination that maybe it's worth uh, worth more for us to be doing something else. Honestly, I think for most people, um, and myself included, you know, I'm doing some stuff where I take a couple hours a week to do marketing uh, and work with people on marketing. And I'm trying to understand different things. Um, I spend enough time on education stuff. Um, somebody said this winter that I go to so many meetings, and you know, the reason I go, um, and I don't go to every meeting, um, I turn a lot of them down. In fact, uh, this year I didn't go to a corn and soy expo because for me, I didn't think it was worth my time. Um, I had other things that I thought were more valuable and uh, were worth the drive than driving up to the Dells and drinking a beer on Wednesday night, and, you know, going out for a steak dinner the next day and, you know, maybe swimming in the pool the next day. So, but, you know, it's, it's a lot of um, trying to understand maybe there's things that you're missing in your business. Um, You know, I always take a hard look at, you know, what was good for us this year and what was bad. And then, you know, right now, honestly, I'll tell you as an agronomist, um, I'm going to be spending some time on strip till uh, I want to understand more about uh, base saturation on soil testing. Um, I want to spend some time on understanding micronutrients and uh, delivery systems of those and their effects on the crop. And I want to learn a little bit more about um, biological stuff. Um, there's so many things I want to learn. Um, I don't want to be left behind the eight ball. So I think these are things that you know in, in your farming business you can actually take and 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 utilize. Um, not necessarily those things, but there are things, but, um, you know, it just, it's a lot about, you know, this whole thing, understanding the value of your time. And, and, and maybe I should stop doing something or something else. You know, we always really want to get stuff done. We want to go, 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 but sometimes maybe we need to stop and reevaluate. And it's really hard to do. Um, I still mow my yard. I didn't look at the radar. It could have been pouring five minutes before I finished, and, you know, at least I would have known and I could have stopped um, and kind of squared a spot off so that it would be easier the next time, but I didn't want to stop. I just wanted to go, 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 and get it done. I didn't want to stop to even think about it, but um, so it's maybe at the same time, it's just like getting those uh, those ideas to kind of stop, and I did it, and I knew I was like, man, this is an episode, and I've done this before, and I've told guys not to do this, so Anyway, that's it. um, Just value your time. um, Understand what it's worth. uh, Understand that maybe there's things that you can take uh, that you're currently doing and stop doing and hire out and potentially spend your time on something else that you think is going to make you more money. So understand your time. And that's it. Um, Stay tuned. We'll have more episodes. Um, I'm trying to make this more where there are things that people can pick up on them. Uh, not necessarily like Kyle's life and, and times, uh, but more things that I've, I've noticed and things I've pulled from other meetings and, and other interests, um, I do like to read. And so we'll, we'll kind of maybe dissect some books and stuff at some point. But um, anyway, that's it. I'll catch you guys next time. Hopefully you stay tuned by then. And I stopped droning on forever.